Blackfoot Communications is excited to announce new voice services for small businesses in Bozeman and Belgrade. Paired with our internet services, business Wi-Fi, and technical support, your business can stay connected to your employees, customers, and communities around the clock. Sign up for services in less than two minutes at goblackfoot.com slash more than voice. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot Communications is the official digital sponsor of Bobcat Sports. Well, good to see everybody again. Uh, it's great for us to have. I have a bye week uh, last week and, and heal up, uh, allow the guys to, to get home. Um, in a lot of cases on Thursday, but to get away and then get back to work um, Friday, Saturday, and then today, and and you know feel like uh, guys are uh, have had a bunch of good practices they've stacked up and you're ready for this opportunity. And you know what you want at the beginning of the year is to be playing in December, and and we have that opportunity in front of us. Um, obviously, the tradition that uh, North Dakota State brings here, um, you know. Just without saying, you know, and, and so many of these guys have been a part of uh, part of this run, 30 plus seniors just in the two deep. Um, and, and obviously they've uh, they played real well as of late and it'll be a big opportunity for us. You know, a lot of our guys have been been on those fields um, in, in 21 and 19 in particular um, when that uh, ended our season. And, you know, really looking forward to this opportunity. And, and I think uh, I think for us, um, you know, Closing out the season with the, the loss and the way we played, uh, it was good to have the week off and you know uh, reset and, and move forward. Um, we're gonna need to gonna, we're gonna need to play real well come this uh, this Saturday against a really good team, and uh, that's what we aim to do. So with that, I'll open up for questions. Just uh, just facing this team again, you and Willie Mack, the coach there, um, and obviously the, the experience with him in twenty one. Uh, What's kind of the vibe around the team just with not just, you know, any playoff opponent or are they treating it almost like, like another player? Well, I think, I think you're, you're happier in one of 16. Um, and however the bracket plays out, the bracket plays out. It just so happens that, you know, North Dakota State's, um, you know, coming here uh, second round. Um, and, you know, I think, I think what you get is, is, you know, a team that fully understands what type of program is coming here. You know, we've, we played a team like William and Mary last year in the quarterfinals where you just don't know, uh, you know, we've opened up in the second round against Tennessee Martin a few years ago and you just don't know. I think we clearly know what uh, you know, North Dakota state's been about and it has continued to, to be for a long, long time. Um, you know, so they got our, you know, absolute attention. Um, and, uh, you know, I think uh, there's, there's schematic similarities, which, you know, I think works works in both teams' favors as far as how you practice and, and, you know, the carryover from fall camp and spring ball and all that. So, you know, we did, we need to continue the preparation that, uh, that we've had and, you know, put our guys in the best position to play well on Saturday. You think the, the Weber game last year, a similar team that almost all seeded and a good team coming in here, did that inform this game at all? Well, I, I think a little bit different scenario as we had just played them in, in, in all that, a conference foe. Um, but, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, to have familiarity with, uh, with a program, with a team, um, you know, is certainly different than not, you know, whether there's an advantage one way or the other, I, I don't, I don't know that that's the case. Um, all the teams should be good at this rate. Uh, you know, when you're one of 16 and, 
Um, I don't know if Dakota State's really playing well right now. Um, last couple off seasons, you talked about closing the gap with South Dakota State. North Dakota State obviously played the Jacks earlier this year. Mm-hmm. It's going into this NDSU matchup. How do you feel about how you guys can, I guess, you close that gap against this? Well, I, I think that that Saturday back in September, uh, we did go to Brookings. I, I think we had closed it, um, you know, and, and I think we played really physical that day. Um, I would say in the conference season, we didn't maybe play in a couple games as physical as that day. So here's another test. I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, we know that uh, the brand of football that, that's gotten them to this point and, and all the success is, is you know, grounded on being a physical team, uh, being able to run the football and being able to stop the run. So, you know, it's, I, I just I see it as another measure. So another challenge for our guys and, um, you know, we need to be able to um, rise up to that challenge. Um, and, you know, um, in our lines of scrimmage, you know, we're relatively healthy for, for this time of year. And, you know, we should be able to give it, you know, uh, our best shot to do so. Uh, what's it going to take to get, I guess, get to a quicker start offensively? Yeah, I think, you know, I think this time of year, um, create momentum is, is a big, big part of uh, having success, um, you know, in, in our two, uh, you know, two losses in conference. Um, you know, we didn't, we didn't uh, get going right away. Um, in several of our other games, we did get going right away. So, you know, I, I think, it, you know, starting fast is about, coming out confident, uh, making some plays early, certainly staying on the field uh, on third downs, getting yourself in, you know, those makeable third down situations. Um, but, and again, understanding that, you know, if we don't score our first drive, the game isn't over, you know, and uh, if, if they go up on us, we got to be able to respond. So, you know, I think it's uh, our success is not dependent on, you know, the, the fast start, but I, I know it certainly helps. And, and, you know, uh, we're going to put in, put together a great plan to get off the start we need. And, uh, you know, that goes on both sides of the football. You know, it's not just about the offense starting fast. It's about the defense being able to hold uh, hold serve at the beginning of the game, too. Um, and I'm sure they're looking at it the same way. It seems that your team just truly has this home field advantage in Bobcat Stadium. Just getting NDSU at home, you know, the longest active division one home game winning streak. What does it mean to have this game at home on Saturday? Well, I think having home field in the playoffs um, – is huge. You know, I, I, I know NDSU is on the verge of, of, of the most wins in FCS uh, playoff history and they're 35 and one at home. So um, their home field has been critical to their success. And I know our recent run um, of those wins, it's, it's, you know, it's playing at, it's playing in front of your fans. It's what the fans can do uh, to, to alter the game. Um, it's maybe as simple as sleeping in your own bed the night before the game. I, I think there's a lot of things that that uh, playing at home can help you. Now, it doesn't uh, it doesn't make make the situation uh, uh, easy by any means. Uh, you still have a really good opponent coming in. So, yeah, I mean, we're glad we get this opportunity uh, again to have a home playoff game, and, and you know, we got to make the most of of what our fans, um, you know, uh, come out to watch us you know, uh, and support us, you know, they, they, they've been so great for us and they've been so impactful in those games and we need that again. And, and obviously we need to do everything we can as a team to, to stir them up as this game goes along. 
Part of the glory of building a business comes from leaving a legacy to ensure your business continues thriving into the future. Have you asked yourself lately, what is your plan? Forming a personalized business succession plan is essential to know the passion you put into your business will carry on. Nick Tabor at Westpac Wealth is here to help you navigate all your business succession and retirement planning needs. Give Nick a call at 728-6699 and keep the spirit of possibility vibrant while making your future more tax efficient with a personalized business succession and retirement plan for you. Um, you guys have faced several dual threat quarterbacks this season, Cam Miller, another one. You know, he's a top pass everybody. Uh, he's continued to get better. Um, you know, uh, the version that we saw in in 21 was 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 effective. Um, you know, and they had a lot of weapons. Um, what's happened, I think, in the two years is he's become their best player on offense and, you know, a really efficient passer, uh, really accurate Um you know, can can make the plays uh, with his feet when when the the pass isn't there, um, and then in the in the quarterback run game, you know, between between him and Peyton, you know, they're getting a lot of mileage out of both those guys. So, you know, uh, a steady improvement by by him um, going from you know I would say more of a game manager in twenty one to now I think he's clearly um, you know he makes it go for them. Well, uh, I think it's evolved as the season's gone along, you know, uh, I think the receiving core, you know, Mathis Green, Nelson in particular, um, you know, they're, they're making plays in all different ways and, and, you know, they're completing football at a high rate. So those guys are, are obviously catching it on the other end and, you know, they're all a little bit different. Uh, Mathis has the tremendous size and then, you know, I think both the other guys uh, are very versatile as, as what they can do, both, you know, getting the ball in the backfield, um, jet sweeps, and, and certainly down the field. You know, running back, it appears that they've gone to more of a by-committee um, mode. And, and, you know, uh, uh, all guys that in their own right are, are very capable. And then the quarterback piece is, uh, you know, um, both those guys are very dangerous and, you know, and it, it continues to to start with their ability to, to block people up front and, and be physical and be, um, you know, very athletic at the same time. Um, and defensively, it feels like the Snesky is just making plays all over to build that safety spot up to, I guess, what you see from that side of the ball. Right? Yeah. Um, you know, moving him to strong safety, um, I, I think, you know, it was a, it was a bold move because he's a really good linebacker, I, I guess, and it, and, it, and it's putting your people in the right place so you can get the best guys out there. I'm sure drove that, but you know, I, I know um, Cole is a, a extremely intelligent young man, um, and that that's what shows up. That you know, there's not a lot of uh, wasted time, wasted wasted motion. He's in the right place at the right time. He he can play close to line of scrimmage, uh, or he can get close to line of scrimmage to make plays. Uh, quite often and at the, at the flip side, he can, he can cover and they, they can just be, be very versatile with what they ask him to do. So, you know, I, I think it's, uh, it's apparent he, you know, he's their best uh, defender, um, big range of safety like that, um, you know, uh, that they can really, they can really stress that position both in the run game and the pass game. Any um, just thoughts on why, it, I mean, three losses is pretty uncharted territory for them. Have you seen anything that, um, any reasons for why they, they are a little down this year? Well, um, yeah, three losses has hasn't happened um, um, in a long time. I was there when three the last time three losses happened. I think uh, you know what I think in a North Dakota game, um, 
you know, special teams turnovers, I, I think uh, were, were part of that. I think in the South Dakota state game, which was, which was the most recent, uh, you know, uh, I think turnovers played a, played a pretty big um, factor, you know, in the South Dakota game, I think South Dakota, South Dakota got up and, you know, I think at that time it was the first conference game, I believe, and, and South Dakota probably didn't have the respect that they now have. You know, I think South Dakota's defense in particular um, and what they're giving up per game has been very impressive. And they did just enough offensively to to make some really big plays um, early in that game and take the lead. So, you know, they're all, all three were maybe a little bit different. Um, obviously, all three to playoff teams, um, you know, two to the, the one seed in the um South Dakota's the three seed, I guess. So, you know, uh, uh, I think they've they've worked through some some things. So, you know, and and obviously, you know, they had to put a string of wins together to finish against um, you know teams that were playing for their playoff lives uh, at the same time. So, you know, uh, their conference like ours, I, I think, has a bunch of capable teams. Um, and you know, uh, you know, if, if you give another team the advantage in the special teams. If you give another team the advantage in the turnover margin, um, you're going to, you're going to find yourself on the wrong side. Uh, the last time MSU was hosted and you were EOC and, and that game seems pretty crazy. It was uh, 28 points for them, I think in the last 13 minutes or so. What do you just remember from that game overall? Well, you know, that was the, that was the start. Um, we snuck into the playoffs that year Uh and came out and played against a really good Bobcat team. And, you know, the, what I remember about that day, it was, it was really cold. Um, and it was a really raucous crowd and that, that, that thought never left me. And then, you know, I think as, as this job came open that, that day had a lot of impression on what, what the crowd could do here, you know, and the stadium wasn't as big then the uh, Sunny Holland zone was uh, I think built the next year, but it was a really good, uh, really good team. And, and, Ultimately, in that fourth quarter, um, it became about turnovers and it became about who could run the ball better. And, uh, you know, that's how that thing blew up like it did. But it was a tightly contested game. They took the lead. Montana State, who's they and who's we, huh? Um, Montana State took the lead at the beginning of the fourth quarter. And then it, the score was not indicative of how tight that game was that day. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any town pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. Any uh, injury updates? Yeah, we're uh, you know I, I put you know Danny played that 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 game um, Missoula, so so he's back. Um, I think Trayton continues to uh, to make progress. He played in that game, but was by no means one hundred percent. You know, Derek's Derek's con- con- continues to be on the mend, um, but but isn't un- isn't available yet this week. Uh, but at least he's transitioned to be. Uh, you know, off his scooter, um, I, I guess. So he's making progress. You know, otherwise, I think for this time of year, you know, uh, I do think we're really healthy. I think getting Drew back um, at the, the free safety position was was big, um, you know, to continue to get him moving forward. Uh, so I, I think, uh, you know, given we're, we're game 12, we're going to be playing here in December. Um, you know, I think our health is pretty good.
Um, I guess just mentioning Wisniewski on the back end, but I guess their defensive front, especially those linebackers, would, uh, get, I think Cop is one of their leaders of TFLs. Yeah. Time. Yeah, so so uh, you know up front Mostart, um, you know he's a force. Um, he's been uh, he's been a force for quite some time, you know. And in in Hendricks, I did one of the defensive ends, you know, another all conference type of player. Um, you know, linebacker core is led by a cop who is, is the younger is the youngest in, the, in that bunch. Um, you know, I, I think no different than what I what I've seen over the years, you, you play a lot of guys. Um, those guys are hungry when they go out there, they play really disciplined, you know, they know their jobs, they do their jobs and then linebacker wise, um, those guys need to make plays and, and, and cop is, is certainly um, led the charge there. So, you know, uh, our offensive line from a physicality perspective, um, you know, has to be ready for a dogfight. Um, has to be ready for a dogfight and, and has to be ready for that next wave of guys to come in. You know, they're going to play, they're going to play guys for those four positions. Um, not as much rotation at the linebacker position, but a little bit, you know, and, and, you know, everything we can to get up to that second level and not allow those backers, those safeties to be, uh, to be free hitters. Um, we want to be able to do. A DUI is a serious charge and the process can be overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. I'm attorney Dave Maldonado and I have the experience and knowledge necessary to effectively represent you and make the situation manageable. Visit BigSkyDefender.com today. Uh, do you think there will be any adjustments with the quarterback uh, or just going back to maybe the previous game plans with that, that, that position? Or? Yeah, you know, I, I think we, we certainly want to be able to utilize both guys. I mean, I think Tommy and Sean are, are two of our best football players. And, and you know, uh, we've talked about flow sometimes dictates it. Um, you know, uh, I think looking back at the game in Missoula, uh, you know, situationally, um, it's easy to to look at hindsight and say, well, the short yardage plays are, are maybe some of the times that, that Sean naturally would have gotten out there and maybe should have. Um, you know, I, I think I think that's the place you start. So it's not so much taking the ball out of Tommy's hands. Um, there's maybe a few of those opportunities that we didn't, convert um in some short yardage opportunities and then where does it go from there i've talked about that before i mean you know you, you get shot out there and he converts a third down and then, then what's next out of that is a lot of the way that can go and and you know um i think i think yeah we gotta look at every which way we can to, to move the football and having uh, them both be part of that um, has served us best when they're when they're both healthy and that hasn't always been the case uh, but i think we're in a pretty good place with them right now Alpine Touch has been part of the fabric of Montana for more than 60 years. Decades ago, Russell Street started selling his Touch of Magic in Whitefish. Years later, Alpine Touch's all-purpose seasoning remains a favorite. It's tailgating season, and there's no better way to spice up your grill before a Grizz game than with Alpine Touch. Go to alpinetouch.com now and use the checkout code ESPN10 for a 10% discount on your order. Alpine Touch is here to keep your mouth watering all football season. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. Yeah, hello, Coach. Hi. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. A uh, few from me. First of all, North Dakota State has had such a, a an intimidation factor because of all their success. How do you avoid that for your team? Well, I, I think, like anything, I, I think there's a respect that 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 naturally comes from from all their success. I I, I know we're we're a season removed from the last time. We played them, but but obviously that uh, that game in in Frisco did not did not go our way. Um, 
but you re recognize, I think, how far that a lot of our individuals have come since then. And, and I think you, you know, you look at it as a, a great opportunity versus, uh, you know, the flip side of how in the heck we're going to do this. I think you got to, you know, the, the optimism versus the pessimism when it comes down to that. And, and just look, you know, see it for what it's worth. I mean, we've got a really good program, a really good football team um, with great tradition. Um, a, a bunch of guys on this team that have been part of so much success. Um, you know what? This is the type of challenge that uh, is in front of us. And this is, you know, um, you know, we need to go after it, I, I guess, is the biggest thing. And, and, you know, I think that fine line between what that means to you mentally, I, I think, uh, you know, shoot, you respect him, but at the same time, you know what, we got to go after this one and, and uh, hold nothing back. We've talked all season just about your team's cumulative focus and, and all the, the lofty goals that you had. How do you sort of get back to, to that um, going into the playoffs now? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the previous Monday, it's the last Monday, um, a week ago, I think you acknowledge that, uh, you know, we, we certainly left some things out there. Um, but in the playoffs, you know, everybody, everybody's got a crack at it. Um, you know, you get, you get seated, you get placed, all that stuff. But everybody now, there's 16 teams left, have a crack at it. And, and you know, entirely having a, you know, a reset, so to speak, whether you're coming off a big win to close the season like we did last year or, a loss like 21 in, in this year and just say, Hey guys, okay, let's, let's do everything we can to, to, to reset in this bye week which we're fortunate to have. And, you know, just put ourselves in the best position, no matter who the opponent's going to be to, to play our very best in December, um, you know, and, and uh, make it about what's in front of you versus, you know, what's been behind you and, and certainly learn from, learn from the season, um, you know, the, the wins, uh, which there was eight of them and the losses, which there was three and, and, you know, do everything we can to keep this team moving forward. North Dakota state. One thing they've always had is looking so consistently the same in all of their strengths. How does this team look the same as North Dakota state teams in the past? Maybe how does it look different? Well, I, you know, I think, uh, I think as of late for sure, you know, they found um, a lot of different ways to spread the ball around. And, and that, uh, you know, I think good teams recognize who the, who their weapons are. And, um, you know, maybe that um, that looks a little bit different with this outfit, but that's the same mentality I think that North Dakota State is, has had. You know, uh, you're going to have playmakers um, that might be – that might be quarterback run game. It might be the tight ends. It might be receivers. It might be, you know, a really good running back or a host of running backs. But um, within the grand scheme of things, we're going to have this O-line that, that's going to be able to do uh, some things extremely well. And we're, we're going to allow that to happen. But at the, you know, at the same time, allow these playmakers to sort out. And I think that's what's happened over this last stretch of the season. Um, you know, so, so how it's getting done is, you know, maybe a little bit different uh, at the at the surface, but it's so so much of the same schemes and and uh, that O line just being able to do their thing. Um, and defensively, you know, I, I think um, again trying to find themselves know their strengths. Um, I think has continued to just be a big part of it. Certainly, you know, um, 
as of late in particular, there's maybe been a little bend, but but no break to that defense. Continuing to get pressure on the quarterback has really shown up. Um, so different host of uh, characters, I suppose. And, and I, I, but I do think through the course of the season, you know, we played Eastern Washington, so you you see them a few weeks back when we were preparing for Eastern, how they looked maybe in that first game to how they have looked these last couple of weeks. I do see a team that's really evolved. Two more for me. One, you mentioned just the running backs by committee and, and them just spreading the ball around. How much of an impact has the quarterback run game and the fact they have two quarterbacks? How much is that to sort of diversify North Dakota State's offense? Well, I think, yeah, I mean, it's it's – like we want to be, if, if those two are to your better runners, you want to give them the capability you want to, you know, they're different styles. I think, uh, you know, I think the runs they will run with Miller um, and then what that does to your defense when he's playing quarterback versus when Peyton's in there, he's a, he's a big, you know, strong sucker that just gets downhill in a hurry. Um, and then what they, what else they can do when he's out there. I think that just, that stretches with all the things you have to defend. Um, you know, they've used their receivers more and more in the run game. Um, I mean, Nelson in particular, as the season's gone along, and that too has, uh, you know, uh, diversified them. They use more personnel groupings than, than anyone that we see. And, you know, that that keeps defenses off your scent, so to speak, when you're, you know, rolling out with so many different uh you know, just individual groupings between your receivers, your tight ends, your running backs, multiple quarterbacks, all that stuff. So I think it just, you know, I think at, at the end of it, you have a lot to defend. Um, obviously, they can only do so much within the context of a game, but but going into it and you got you got 12 games to look at. Um, there's a lot there on the on the table to, to prepare for and have our guys uh, ready to, you know, be able to defend come Saturday. There's a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. Yeah, Coach, uh, just describe, you know, Tommy Malott got a chance to play against NDSU in the championship game, obviously a very a short time. But how has he evolved since then? And what do you like about, you know, the way he's playing and heading into this game? Yeah, you know, uh, 21, um, that was that that three and change, uh, you know, uh, just burst onto the scene, uh, you know, uh, playing special teams and, and receiver and some wildcat quarterback up to that point. But, you know, the version of Tommy that, uh, that season, you know, was, was bare bones, uh, go out there and, and be as athletic as you can, um, you know, throw it up to Lance McCutcheon, you know, here and there, and just try to make as many plays in, the, in that regard. And, and, you know, I think, I think last year, um, uh, continued to develop into, a much more complete quarterback. Um, all, all that being said, um, you know, the athleticism piece is still, you know, his greatest strength. Um, you know, he's, uh, he's extremely intelligent. He's a, a ext extremely competitive young man. Um, you know, and along with that, just, you know, I think you learn how to play the position more and more. You learn what you like and you, you don't like you're, you're able to share that with your, your offensive play caller. Um, 
you know, and really hone in on, you know, on his strengths and, you know, um, so I think there's been a, a significant evolution. I know, um, you know, we we're going to need him to really play well, uh, come Saturday and, and be a guy that can make plays with both his arm and his legs. Uh, does this week still have a special feel for you or is it, you've been at Montana state long enough where your you know, family ties to North Dakota and just, you know, playing and coaching ties to North Dakota state are just kind of something of the past now. Well, it's been, almost, it's been near 10 years. Um, and at the same time, that's where Molly and I both went to, to school. Um, that's where our family began. All three boys were born there. So, yeah, I mean, there's always that that uh, that piece of you that that's where where this all began. But you know, being here now three seasons, um, you know, this is this is home, and you know, we've poured ourselves into this program, and you know, wanting to take it, you know, as far as it possibly can. Um, and that you know that being said, having you know having North Dakota State in our in our, in our path is just part of the way this thing works. You know they're going to be there, and we hope to we're there come this time of year. And um, you know excited that uh, you know we get to see this game in Bozeman this year, and um, you know excited for the opportunity to to certainly see some some old friends, you know uh, colleagues uh, that are are still wearing the green and gold and. Um, Know, at the same time, go and compete against them. Thank you, Jeff Kopak. Anything? Yeah. Uh, hey, Vegas. Where's your program gotten better? Whether it's facilities, staffing on the field, where's it gotten better since you've been there? Well, we moved in uh, into our facility um, on my first fall. That the building was already very much um, in in motion. Uh, so that's that's helped immensely. You know, having our guys in in one facility for a day to day for a day to day. Uh, from a day-to-day perspective, whether it's training room nutrition, strength training, um, I think has been uh, a huge jolt to this program. You know, I, I think in the in the weight room, um, you know, the facility is one thing, but but our, our strength coach Sean Heron's done a tremendous job, and and he'd been uh, he'd been hired just the the December before I got hired in February. Um, so I know we've continued to make gains with how we we go about. Uh, you know, our off-season training, um, you know, at, at this level, at the FCS level, development is is the key. You know, um, you know, certainly recruiting on the front end of that development is is is, is right there, but development is so important. And I think we've been able to to make some significant gains, in, you know, in the weight room, nutrition-wise. Um, you know, so we have a um, a bigger, stronger, um, faster uh, version of of the Bobcats. So. You know, uh, we've been very fortunate to um, win a lot of games in this stretch. And, and, you know, at the same time, you know, we're still chasing that ultimate prize. And, and you know, we're in this mix uh, of 16 left and you know, we want to find a way to survive in advance. Um, last question. Looking at the FCS as a whole, what do you make of the shift from east to west in power? You know, how, how is that happening? Well, I think the first you know, obvious answer is the removal of or the exodus of so many good programs. Um, I think that's where I would start the App States, Georgia Southerns, uh, James Madison, Old Dominion, um, you know, that that were so uh, tough to get past, you know, uh, thinking back, you know, eight, nine, ten years ago. Um, and at the same time, um, I, I look at the 
the the efforts to resources being put in in the big sky and i think that's changed in the last 10 years as well you know you have to be invested to to make to make the the league deeper to make the competition better as the season goes along and i think there's been a real effort um league-wide to to raise the bar um i know it's something that when we get together as head coaches you know our leadership within the conference talks about that you know uh, you got to go back to 2010 for a big sky team to have won a, a national championship so i think there's you know a couple things i think the the exodus of some of those really good programs um in the south and the east and then um you know, I think at least from a, from our conference the perspective, I think there's been a real effort to raise the bar. Okay, thanks. Introducing SmartBiz, the ultimate Wi-Fi solution for Missoula's small businesses from Blackfoot Communications. With out-of-the-box dedicated networks, top-tier security, and network failover, you'll stay seamlessly connected. Just $20 a month, no contracts. Sign up at blackfootsmallbusiness.com slash better Wi-Fi and connect to more with Blackfoot Communications.